I mean, if you guys can't get in a little Molly Crew tonight, I don't know what I can help. I don't know what I can do for you. I don't know what I can get you into. I mean, kickstart my heart. That's just, I mean, that's just where it's at, guys. That's just where it's at. Little Molly Crew, little Molly Crew, little kick from start my heart. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the weigh in, a uh, little Sunday night edition. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Butcher. And uh, we are pumped. I'm excited to be getting in here with a motley crew of our own. Uh, you guys read the post earlier. Uh, it's absolutely correct. In the green room right now, we've got uh, uh, the hammer himself, the legend, Mr. Jody Queen, uh, the OG <laughs> coming out of, uh, and he's got a really good story to tell. So we're going to get it. We're going to get into that about his little uh, evening going on tonight. But Mr. Corey Dreyer. And then coming in, uh, the champ, who's actually kind of becoming a regular on the show. You guys are seeing him here more than you see me, maybe. He was our guest last, about two weeks ago, on the on episode 23, I believe, 24. Maybe it was right before the Luther episode. Um, but uh, but Mr. Ron Champion, with a belly full of Krispy Kreme, from what I'm understanding, of, according to his Facebook. So, uh, But obviously, you guys have seen it. There's been no secret. You guys have seen going on around the league. Uh, are around, the, around the, the industry, and so we're going to dive right into this. Uh, Josh Little's on here. Todd Patrick, what's going on, buddy? David Sosa, Miss Gene Wilson's in the house. Barry Davis, what's going on, my brother? Ryan's in the house. What's going on, guys? Um, we're going to get into this. We're going to dive right into this. I'm going to bring these guys in, and we're just going to kind of kick around some ideas, let these guys weigh in on some conversation. We want you guys to be able to do the same thing. Tuesday, what do you guys do first? You always know how we roll. If you guys are just tuning in, Jump in, comment where you guys are, where you guys are watching from, and then go in and smash that share button. What share button? Share button. I got German on me for a minute. There are French or something. Anyway, but smash that share button and let everybody know that you're on. And uh, and we're gonna have a little Sunday night episode here. I'm not even sure what the Sunday night NFL game is, but you don't want to be watching that anyway. You want to be watching this. So without further ado, let's see if we can bring these guys on and see if we can wrangle some control of these uh, of these legends of these hammers. Uh, Mr. Jody Queen, Mr. Corey Dreyer, and Mr. Ron Champion. Uh, what's going on, fella? Hey, guys. What's up? How, how's everybody doing? Doing well. Good, man. So, guys, in the top right corner up here, you guys see Mr. Jody Queen. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good, brother. Doing good, man. Now, you're, you look like you're in, the, you're in the studio there in West Virginia, correct? I am, yes. All right, nice man. How how's that? How's everything going? You've you've had a uh, a monumental last week and a half or so, right? <laughs> yeah, man, it's been crazy, crazy. I haven't slept like four hours in the last two days. <laughs> are you crazy. settling in? I mean, are you finding any kind of back to normal civilization, or has it just been hammered down? Oh yeah, yeah, it's it yeah, it's lightening up now, man. It's 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 pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know, now it's just stuff that I just need to get done. You know, I haven't even unpacked the van or anything yet, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been crazy. Now you've you've got a house full though because don't you got Aleph in uh, with you and then you've got Henry in 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 at the house with you too, right? Yeah, Henry will be here and he's in route. He's, he'll be here in about uh, fifteen minutes or so. And uh, Aleph, he's he's up there in the kayak room working on his kayak. Always something going on around the Queen Plantation. Yeah, uh, that's right, man. Down, down here in, in the left corner, belly full of Krispy Kreme, huh? Almost wrecked your truck. What's up with that, bro? <laughs> I 
Oh, man, if that hot sun's on, I'll turn across three lanes of traffic on two wheels to get to it. That's right. Now, tell the truth. Can you wait until you get home, or as soon as they're hot, are you getting one oh, of them no. out for you? Oh, no. There was five of them gone before I even got out of the parking lot. That's why my belly's that's why my stomach that's exaggeration, now. Ron. Five? Probably, no, I got three down before the parking lot. Uh, might have yeah. ate a couple more since I got home, though. Oh, they're so good yeah. when they're oh, hot. Oh, man, though. they're good. Dude, it's so good. Hey, Scott, just so you know, I can't hear Jody. Uh, uh, Corey, say something, see if I can hear you. Ron, can yeah, you I hear. I can hear him. I didn't you can't hear, hear me now? Jody said, so I don't know why I've lost Jody. You, you uh, got Jody I'm, now? I'm out. All right, Ron, Jody, stay, Jody, stay there. I'm going to push you out, Jody, and see if I can pull you back in while we uh, while we bring in here with, uh, with Corey Dreyer and see if uh, – and let Corey tell us a little bit because, Corey – Unlike Ron, uh, you did wreck a vehicle today. Oh, I, I did. Uh, uh, it's still drivable, but uh, uh, coming down, I'm actually in Key Largo right now for work. Uh, Key Largo, Florida, for those of you who don't know where that is. I'm um, coming from the in West Coast Michigan. and going across uh, 41 in the Everglades and hit a black bear about 150, 200 pounds uh, about 3.30 this afternoon. Man. And uh, I was doing 65 miles an hour, tore up the left front of my truck, my work truck, and uh, – you know, I didn't kill the bear that I know of. He he got up after about a minute and went and ran in the. Did swamp. you get out and like go poke in to see if he was alive? No, I know better, man. <laughs> 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 you know, they, they, they say you don't. Don't poke the bear. The bear. I mean, I, you know, I've done some crazy things in my life, but I I know better than that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, well, you did yeah. you did you did square off with Ron a couple of years ago in the tin house. That, that's right. That's, that's right. almost like poking a bear. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew how much to poke there though. <laughs> yeah. oh, we had a good time with that. Yeah, right. but uh, no, I'm I'm okay. Trucks trucks fixable, so you know it's just I'm blessed to be uh, you know not hurt and and the truck still running. So. At what point did you? I mean, like when did you know it was a bear when you hit it? I mean, did, I mean you saw that oh, was I, coming. I, I did. Honestly, it was like slow motion. They jumped out of the canal. For those of you that have been on US 41, it's a two-lane road yeah. for about 80 miles. And uh, it jumped uh, over a three-foot guardrail, landed in the middle of the uh, oncoming traffic lane, and uh, ran right in front of me. I mean, I, I had a kayak trailer with me, slammed on the brakes, and, uh, you know, I, I hit the bear. Luckily, I turned to the right just a little bit, so I'd hit him in the, the panel, and airbag didn't go off, and just spun him around. I mean, he was hurt. So, but yeah, that was an entertaining day. And then I had to wait on uh, the sheriff's department, which down there, there's not many sheriffs around. And luckily I had reception to get a, a report done for insurance reasons and work, but nicely you know, done. Nice. Yeah. And then Jody, uh, Ron, are you getting Jody's volume now or Jody's speaker? Yeah, now? Can you hear me, buddy? Uh, say something, Jody. Hey man, can you hear me? I don't have Jody. You still can't hear me. All right, jo Jody. What I'm gonna do, bro, is I'm gonna get you okay. to log. Jody, I'm gonna get you to log out and log back in, bro. We're gonna get we're gonna get this thing started. Just log out and log right back in, Jody. Okay. Okay. My mic might be muted, dude. Uh, you're not. No, you're not muted on my end. I got you up and running. That's why I want you to get you to log okay. off and log back in for me. All right, man. All right. See you in just a second. All right, guys. We're gonna see if we can fix this connection. We I uh, seen earlier. I want to say that one objective was doing a live stream earlier and said that they were having some issues with Facebook as well. So we we'll see if we can get Jody on and running. Um, uh, looks like we've got quite a few, uh, quite a full house going on in the in the, with the show here already. Uh, lots of different folks, uh, you know, tuning in and chiming in, chiming in here. So lots of different things. Uh, let's see. Barry says you're killing me, Ron. We're talking about the donuts. David's in the house here. Ryan O'Neill is in here talking about the weather's been nice in here. 
And so all of the animals are coming out. Ryan's down there in Florida as well. Uh, he's always posting up pictures of, of fish that like, I just like, I, I can't, I want to be there down there doing what Ryan's doing. It seems like I never, I'm never able to line that up and make that happen. Uh, you know, in and so in and we got, uh, try to see if we can get Jody, uh, get Jody to tune back in here and get him lined back up and see what's going on. So a couple things I want to touch on before we get into the obvious elephant in the room, we're not going there yet. I want to talk about mergers a little bit. Uh, and talk about because we've had we had we had a big one that we talked about about two weeks ago with Bonafide and Native, and then just yesterday or the day before I believe I saw where Yak Gear and Railblazer were coming together. I mean, I'd love you guys are are, are OGs or pros in this in this sport. You guys have been around and seen this come up. Uh, it, I mean, I, some feedback, some thoughts, weigh in on that, Ron. I'll let you start on on kind of why we're why is that a trend that we're seeing? Are we going to see more of that in your opinion? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know that it's a trend. I mean, it's just, I mean, I've owned multiple businesses, uh, and still involved in some other stuff as well. And, you know, no business, you make business decisions, uh, on what your business needs. And those guys know more about their business yeah, than, sure. than we do. And then, than anybody out there in the public, you know, and, uh, if that, if it's the right thing to do at the right time, those guys, are, they'll, they'll do it. Um, I mean, I'll use Bonafide for an example. I mean, um, you won't find a better man than Luther Cyphers. Uh, he's a personal friend of mine, has been from, you know, the first day that I met him. And, uh, I mean, those guys, I promise you, they didn't make that decision, uh, lightly. Um, and he would not have done what they did unless it made perfect sense. You know, it, it might not be the favorite thing from for everybody, but, uh, it was, a as a business decision on his, he did it for the right reasons. And I'm mean, there's sure other companies will do it, but you know, that it's, that's tough, man. That's, that's a hard decision to make. It's a hard decision to close a business down, um, or to do a merger. And so, um, I, it, it didn't happen overnight, you know, and I've seen a lot of the negative comments and I've seen a lot of positive too, you know? So, um, you know, nobody knows those businesses better than the people that own them. And, um, honestly, it, that, that's, they're going to do the best that they, best thing that they need, you know, to keep that business, whether it up and running or expand it and grow it even more. So, um, I got you, you know. Jody, welcome back. Are you, is your mic up and running? I think so, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can. All hear right. You. We got you now, Jody. Good to right. go, bro. Good to go. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Corey. I mean, anything you want to add to that kind of these mergers and these companies kind of, you know, everybody's kind of growing together to strive as, as we're seeing, what is what is a little bit of diving into this off season has already been, I mean, a crazy busy down season already. Right. Yeah. I think I think Ron, you know, hit the nail on the head. And, you know, he's he's correct in all the ways. It's a it's a big business decision, and uh, you know, I don't think it's a trend. You know, you hear about these every once in a while, um, but as as kayaking, you know, continues to grow, you know, these companies will become powerhouses if they buy each other out or, or merge. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a good move on, you know, Bonafide to team up with Big Adventures. And, uh, you know, they have three established brands that have been out there for a long time and uh, great people there. Luther's a great guy. So, you know, yep. I uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds there for those guys. Yeah. I got you. Jody, you're a big Bonafide man. I mean, is, 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 I mean, is that any, I mean, have you heard anything, you know, anything that you can share with us? Uh, just, uh, you know, I'll come in on the tail end of uh, Ron's comment there, but I can tell you. I'm pretty much feel the same way. I think Luther is one of the uh, the best uh, uh, guys in the business, and I, I actually I had a conversation with him today at length. And he, he's just a 
he is real, man. He, he is what he is. And, uh, you know, if you have a passion, you, you're going to do anything you can to keep that passion alive and you're going to protect it and you're going to do what's best for it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have no bad feelings or hard feelings at all toward the whole merger thing. You know, it's just, it is what it is. I got you. Phenomenal. All right. Well, well, let's just dive straight in here to the elephant in the room. I don't have any more room on the screen to kind of pull up, but uh, it's, a, it's in a terrible picture. But I printed off rules and everything, but you guys all saw the, uh, let's just be honest, the the the, the yeah. elephant in the room and what, what Bass is in Bass Nation, which is the Bassmaster, owner of the Bassmaster Classic. They are the biggest bass fishing conglomerate industry. They're the Mac Daddy in the entire industry. And, uh, and point blank, they dropped a bomb. We had heard lots of conversation running around the community over the last couple of months, but, uh, you know, so, so to see this thing come out a couple of days ago, they've announced the, uh, kayak, uh, uh, the Bass Nation kayak series. What we're looking at is five events, um, in different parts of the country. Um, and, uh, and, and they're getting into the kayak game guys. We've talked about it for a long time. I know all of you guys, you know, with Ron and with, with Corey, being OGs in the sport, guys that are, you know, you know, 8, 10, 12, 14 years into this. This is what we've been continuously talking about. Jody, I know that you and I, three or four years a piece into this and, and, and doing this industry and seeing we've all been talking about when do we get that next level? When do we take a step up as, a, as, a, as an industry, as a community? Guys, I, I venture to say it's here. Am I wrong? Ron. You know me to start off? Absolutely, <laughs> you, <sure? bro>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know me? No, man, I think it's amazing. Uh, and anybody that, I mean, it's just like everything, man. You've got so many people on Facebook now that are these keyboard warriors or whatever you want to call them. They want to try to take anything down that they possibly can. Uh, I've seen so much negative po- comments on stuff here lately. I try to stay out of all that stuff. <laughs> You know, you know, this is part of my living. It's part of what I do now is, you know, the, is represent the companies, you know, that, that sponsor me throughout the year and uh, represent, you know, kayak fishing and tournament fishing. I, I think, I think it's awesome, dude. I mean, you got the, the, I mean, we all grew up, you know, watching bass on weekends and, and watching the tournaments and, you know, hoping and wishing and praying that one day we could get a chance to be there. And this right here. This just gives more notoriety to our sport when you've got a brand, a brand, not just a company, but a brand like Bass say, okay, we see what you guys are doing over here. Let's help. We're going to help elevate this even further. Um, you know, it, it, you know, KBF has done an amazing job to get kite fishing where it's at, and they're by no means going to go away. They're no, Chad and, and KBF is going to continue to be super successful. You know, Hobie with the BOS are going to be, be super successful. And I think Bass is going to be super successful. Uh, if anything, what Bass is doing, you're going to see – well, I'll just say this. I've had probably four or five co-anglers since this announcement that fish co-angler on the Bass have messaged me wanting to know how this kayak stuff works, how the catch photo and release works. The, all this is doing is bringing more po- people into our sport. The more people that come into our sport, the more opportunities is for every single person that wants to do this competitively for a living, for a recreational, whatever it may be. It's growing the sport, plain and simple. And the ones that are knocking it down and bashing it, hey, man, you ain't got to fish their stuff. 
you ain't gonna well, fish KBL stuff. You ain't gotta fish Hobie stuff. You can fish local trail stuff and still be happy and 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 just going about your merry way. But this is legitimate professional angling now. It's here, whether or not anybody doesn't want it or do, do want it. It's here. It's here to stay. It's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Well, now yep. we now we've seen just in the last couple of months. We we've we've seen FLW and KBF team up. We saw uh, MLF come in and buy FLW, and we're still kind of in limbo as a KBF community, waiting to see what's going to happen there. Because, to my knowledge, none of that's a done deal. And so, I actually will have Chad on the show Tuesday night, and he's going to talk to us about the FLW KBF stuff and 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 how that plays in with MLF. But you guys were all three a part of this of this this first step um, with this with this FLW stuff. I mean, Corey, tell us a little bit about stepping on that stage, FLW, and and why that's different than what we've been able to accomplish as a as as a KBF community on our own. Yeah, I mean, being up there on stage was was a phenomenal you know deal. You know, that was kayak fishing history. Um, you know, it felt great being up there, but it also proved that we were at the next level. You know, with the notoriety um, of being on a big stage, they have a huge following. They have the money and things like that. It's just, you know, it, it was awesome. You know, KBF really got us to this point. Um, you know, they continue to grow. Uh, they're still the grassroots, and, you know, they're going to have the Pro Series as well. Um, but there's a lot of opportunities for anglers to be there as well um, and start at the bottom level. But, you know, I think with all the, the new opportunities with uh, the Hobie BOS Series and continues to grow, and then uh, with Bass, you know, Bassmasters is is awesome. Now, now, Jody, I want to I want to kick to you for a second because you're a guy who who's who's now making a living into this in this industry. You're a guy who makes the bulk of your living um, uh, from 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 fishing out of a kayak. You're you're now this is your third year going into your fourth year. You've competed at the highest level. You're one of the most recognizable names and faces in the sport in the community opening this up and now giving us another platform, another opportunity for more tournaments. I, I, I mean, what, what is, what is this doing for you right now? I mean, where, where was this when you've seen it fall in the, in, in the, in the place? Well, I mean, when, when it came across my newsfeed, I was, I was really excited because I mean, that just opens up enough, another opportunity for me, you know, anglers like me who do this the way I do it need to have access to every tournament they can get, get their hands on. I need to be able to fish the BOS. I need to be able to fish KBF, and I need to be able to fish, you know, of course, BASS. Now, you know, also with BASS coming out with this, you know, Chad has worked hard on the Pro Series for the for the KBF, and this actually kind of legitimizes, you know, what Chad has been trying to do with that. So now you've got three series out there, and, and all of the entry fees are about the same. There's nothing, you know, really – out of out of the reach of anybody that's doing this at the pro level, so I, I think it's all good, man. I mean, it, it just gives me another opportunity to uh, increase my revenues from it and increase and grow my brand, and I think it's it's perfect for the anglers. I really do. No, absolutely. Well, you get you, you guys dive in on this if you want to, and I just want to kind of put it in perspective here. Uh, Bass has been running tournaments uh, longer than any other industry, any other any other league in, in in the space. Now they they were uh, a, a big shout out to Tourney X and to Wayne Wally uh, and and what they've done and how Tourney X is teaming up with the, with those guys. But but let's also be. I mean, let's just uh, you know, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here, as uh, and just uh, for you guys to chime in on. 
Bass is hosting five tournaments. Uh, KBF next year, I want to say with their challenges and, and this, that, whatever, turn, with what they're doing with Tourney X, you're looking at KBF doing somewhere around, give or take, 250 tournaments through Tourney X next season. Um, how, how much do you guys think that, that, that Bass is still going to be looking into the, these, 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 these grassroots kind of tiers and how many of, how, how many of the, of these guys do you guys think are going to be coming into kayaks, coming into the kayak because now Bass is doing it. Do you think we're going to see an influx like Ron chipped on earlier? Corey, I want you to answer first, but do you think we're going to see an influx? Is this a raising tide? Is this a, you know, high tides raised all ships opportunity here, Corey. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, once this was announced, I, I followed it really closely um, with some of the bass boat anglers that I know um, and some of the pros and whatnot had had posted this up and, and just reading the comments. Like Ron said, you, you have a lot of co-anglers. I saw boaters, high school fishermen, um, college fishermen. Everybody's excited. They know that it's it's reached, you know, the next level. Um, it's doable for most people with the entry fees and, you know, I think people now are starting to realize that there's actually some money there. Um, you know, Jody just won $20,000. Um, you know, Jamie won $40,000 national championship, you know, hundred grand, 75,000. So it's definitely there. And I think it's got the attention of a lot of people, um, you know, outside of kayak fishing that were interested in it. And I think this is really going to help them get into it now. Now, our, our, yeah, our the, name, the name is definitely a draw. I think I think that the name itself is, is, you know, bass being what they are and being as big as they are. I think it's really going to uh, pull some new some new uh, fresh anglers into into the pot. And I also think like Ron uh, alluded to a while ago, I think some of the some of the anglers in the in, in the basketball world are going to drop down and fish some of these things, which is also interesting, especially if you want to test your metal against, you know, uh, that type of pressure and stuff. So I think yeah. it's, you know, all in all, it's going to it's going to wrap up to be a pretty good thing anyway. So yeah, they're just bass. You know, just with them putting you know their name to it, they're reaching a whole other demographic of anglers that you know exactly. KBF and Hobie ha has not touched yet. Yes, the the, exactly. the angler, yes the anglers and fishermen they have seen kayaks out there and they know there's kayak terms, but but they probably really yep. had no idea. You know exactly how fast this sport is growing. Now, yep. the bass putting their name to it, they're like, "Okay, holy crap!" You know, let me check into this. Well, dang, I can get a boat for a couple thousand dollars, deck it out, and now I'm fishing bass events. Um, and and then who knows what else? You know, you know, maybe you know, maybe bass has plans to. Maybe this is a a way to work your way up if you did want to come over and fish some of the. You know the boat stuff. Who knows what they've got up their sleeve? Would would that be amazing if it did? Yeah. Heck, heck yeah. And who I don't know yeah. a kayak anger out there that if you said, "Hey man, you you fished your way up through this circuit. We're going to let you come over and fish the boat series next year if you wanted to." Yeah. Who would say no to that? You know, I, exactly. I don't know. I mean, there might be somebody. I wouldn't. I mean, I'd still fish kayaks. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, but I, yeah, you I know. Wouldn't. So. It's, I'd pack I'm my bag tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> if they yeah. cap, if they cap their tournaments at 150, and I've seen the 150 number, but I don't know if that's a cap. That's, it's not a cap. That's not a okay, cap. It's not that's a cap. Number. From what from what I've seen, and I've had conversations with Steve Owens. Uh, big shout out, Steve O. Uh, and he's they're they're still. I'm gonna have Steve O on and and clear some of this stuff up. They're still working, fine toothing some 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 of the rules. But from everything that we've seen so far, the the 150 is the bubble that they're planning to get to for the 30,000 prize, $30,000 right. prize pot. 
right. don't think they will have a hard time hitting that number at all. I no, think either. that they're going to – it might not happen in the first few events, but I bet you anything after this year, next year, there'll be a cap on their events. I'm, because they're going to pull as many guys from the boat world into the kayak world. Now, they're going to yeah. run into hiccups, and there's going yeah. to be there's going to be growing uh, pains, yeah. you know, because they're new to this. But they've got the right people that's helping yeah. run it, and it's, they're, they, they're going, it's going to be hugely successful. Yeah. I'm telling you all right tell, now. I can tell you this. I can tell you this, those boat anglers are going to have a newfound respect for the kayak guys. Oh, a hundred percent. So yep. my thoughts on this and Ron just talked about the first event, maybe not Ron, I'm going to completely disagree with you and you're a big man. There's a lot of internet space between us, but, but <laughs> Logan Martin, the first week of March is 45 minutes from where I'm from where I'm sitting right now. And that lake is fire in March. And that's the classic. You're going to have an opportunity to stand on the classic stage and hoist the first BASS Nation Kayak Series first place check on the Bassmaster Classic stage the first week of March next year. I, I yep. now I'm Clint Henderson is one of my best friends, and watching what he did and and watching what what KBF did uh, this year at FLW, uh, you know that definitely set a bar. Uh, I fully believe, and I'm just a fan here speaking, but I fully believe Bass is getting ready to set another bar, and 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 this is this is all happening. What feels like very quick for some of the new guys that are just getting into it, but guys, some of the OGs. I mean, Corey, is this feel as quick as it does to some of us, or is this you're looking your chops because this is what you guys have been working for for a decade? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what we've been working for for a long time. You know, KBF uh, as well. You know, we knew it was going to be there at some point, but uh, it's finally happened. So I'm excited. Do, do uh, Jody, I want to ask you this first because you, again, you know, you 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 got you are a few of the guys we talked it up. I, I think I could probably let's be honest, name probably ten or fifteen true guys who are making a living. Uh, you know, making the bulk of their living out of out of these little plastic boats. Do, yeah. Is is this the next step, Jody? In 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 having a hundred or two hundred guys like the like MLF and like uh you know like Bass and like FLW, you know are are we gonna have you know are we gonna have Jody Queen and you know and 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 KVD and Brian Latimer and and you know and and these guys is that gonna be in that same in that same conversation? Well, I can tell you, man. I certainly hope so. Uh, you know. Anytime, you know, Bass doing it, it's only going to get better because of what they're doing and who they are and how they go about it. Now, it's only time we can all sit and speculate but until it actually happens. But, you know, personally, yeah, I think it's going to – I think it is the next step. I think it's uh, a step that's added to a couple of other steps that's already been taken. Uh, you know, th there's been a couple of organizations like uh, KBF that I think has actually paved the way for it and got the interest in it. And mm -hmm. now – you know, he's got eyeballs looking at him. So, you know, yeah, I think it is the next step. And I'm going to be a part of it if I can, for sure. I will be there at Logan Martin. I will too, Jody. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. I'll be glad to see you guys too, man. I'll hug you next, <laughs> it's be fun. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's going to end up being, you know, being something, something else. Uh, you know, now I want to touch on this topic. Uh, I think that, I think that Jody and I touched on a little bit. Uh, let's, uh, let's, I, I, I want to throw Hoover out for a second. Hoover's not a dummy. Uh, uh, Hoover's, Hoover's quite the angler in his own right. 
this is going to be an opportunity for Hoover to maybe come over and fish these events. I, I mean, any of you guys want to ch- want to chime in on that? I fish against Chad all the time. He ain't beat me yet. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> I fished right next to him at the uh, lacrosse, and uh, he caught the same fish I did. But uh, how he ended up with ten more inches than I had, I, I don't know, man. You know? <laughs> Uh, well, Chad will have an opportunity on Tuesday night to come in on the weigh-in and, and, and comment on it. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Guy Butcher. We're on with a uh, a sack full of hammers. It's like it's like an Ace where, uh, an Ace Hardware or a Lowe's or a Home Depot in this space. <laughs> we got Haran Champion, Corey Dreyer, and Jody Queen. Uh, this is a show presented by our sponsors at Fish USA. Uh, they are America's tackle, sh- tackle Shop. If you guys are needing or looking for anything, uh, I find all of my tackle and so much more at Fish USA. You guys can check them out at fishusa.com. Uh, they do do amazing things, and a big shout-out to those guys for their support in the weigh-in show. Um, uh, guys, rolling into the next thing here, um, Jody, I'll, I'll, I'll kick this over to you first. Um, where, where do you think we're going to see the lines be drawn in the sand? Now, this is a dangerous kind of conversation. I'm not trying to set any of you guys up. But for years, this has been a super tight-knit community um, where it's it's us versus everyone else. Has that been that kind of mentality? Because if you were fishing from a plastic vessel, it was you. There, there was no other opportunity. It was just us, right? There was river bass and KBF, and yeah. and and as we're starting to see these different opportunities, much like we see in history. Uh, this is totally elongated, but stay with me on my tra- on my trail of thought here, fellas. You know, much like you see in in history, and and us kind of coming into the revolution, and and coming into uh, coming into us wanting to do our own thing as you know, and form you know the thirteen colonies. And I'm getting really deep here, y'all. Stay with me. But but a group of guys, you know, a group of people doing the same thing and wanting the same things, right? And then they grow to the point to where they're fighting each other. And, you know, yeah. years, you know, just a few, you know, less than 50 years later in the Civil War, I don't like to be negative, but I want to talk about that opportunity where we start turning our backs to each other. Are yeah. is that something that's just naturally bound to happen? Or is that something that, that leaders like yourselves, the three of you in the sport, is that something you guys are even remotely concerned with? Jody, first. Well, you know, I think as anglers <laughs> in, in this sport, anyway, we have a responsibility to, uh, to try to, you know, represent with integrity and, and, and try not to let that happen. I think, you know, to lead, you have to be able to, uh, you got, you got to put that out there to where people, they, you lead by example, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we also have another thing in this sport that is kind of unique to it. And it's, it kind of, it creates its own camaraderie and, and, and I'm hoping that that, that will, you know, come into play when those big decisions by guys to be a, a, a jerk about something, you know, I hope it keeps it, keeps it, uh, you know, in the middle of the road, but yeah, I mean, you're always going to have that when you attain the, the, the goal that you set and then all of a sudden everybody's on top and everybody wants this or wants that or tries to take it from the other one. Or, I mean, it, it can get there, but we have a lot of things going for us in this sport and, and this sport isn't built on that right now. I'm hoping it'll carry through. I mean, I, I've met Ron and, and, and Corey, man. I mean, I love both these guys. But there's, a, you know, our young people like Cody Milton and Jackson Orr. I mean, you, you got those guys coming up through these ranks, and that's who we need to, you know, focus on and keep them 
on the right path. And I tell you, that there's just a lot of good people in the sport. So I think we got that going for us. Yeah. Ron, you I, want to chime I, in on that, please? Yeah, I agree 100% what Jody said. You know, I know, you know, there's going to be some scheduling conflicts. I mean, that's just bound to happen with, with three different series. I know, I know AJ and I know Chad, and they, they worked to work together, you know, to try to, you know, eliminate as much of that as possible for this upcoming season for, you know, 2020. Um, and hopefully, you know, I, I I would say, I mean, if you look at the the bass schedule that's been put out, there's, I mean, yes, there's a couple of, couple of events that, you know, are going on at the same time, but they're kind of in different parts of the country, which works out really well for guys that are on the you know, West Coast or, you know, Midwest, East Coast. So it kind of, you know, I can still be fishing a tournament over here on the East Coast when they're having a tournament down, you know, in Lake Fork, on Lake Fork in Texas. You know, so there's enough anglers out there to fish all 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 three trails, um, but but with bass coming on board, it's bringing in a whole new group of guys that are going to be fishing their stuff. They might not even be interested in fishing the KBF stuff or the heavy bass open series, but when they get involved in this and they see how much fun it is and what the opportunities are, and then they look at what, you know, the Bass Open Series offers with a chance to go to the Worlds, let me tell you yep. what, that's a big deal. Jody's fixing to get to, to witness that in this next season, and it's yeah, among the most unique event you've ever been to. I've been very fortunate. Yep. I've been twice, and it's an amazing yep. time. KBL's got the national championship, paying out the most money by any, by far, by yep. anybody. Biggest tournament. You know, these yep. guys that are coming into the sport now, now they're going to look at it and be like, holy crap, man, yeah. I can fish for $100,000 if I fish KBF yep. and the Fisher stuff. They're going to do everything they possibly can to be involved in this. If all three trails, if they continue to kind of, you know, monitor, you know, the release dates of their events for 2021 after this 2020 season and they work the right way, there's enough room for everybody to fish as many yep. tournaments as they possibly want. And yep. uh, they probably won't fish as many as Jody Queen do, but uh, <laughs> they can fish as many as they, as they want. It's a great opportunity across the board. It's, I think it's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to interject real quick and, and, and say one thing here. Uh, Ron Champion is is who spurned my or spawned my my dream to be a part of the Hobie Worlds. And uh, yeah, seeing him do what he did at the Worlds, I just knew that was what I wanted to do. And and I I, I reached out and, and 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 started that path because of him. And I really appreciate that, Ron. We've had a lot of conversations, Jody, uh, me and you, and I enjoyed all of the same thing with Corey. You know, yep. I mean, I love. I love the sport of fishing, and I'm a bass fisherman. Whether I'm in a boat or in a kayak or whatever, right. I love the sport of fishing. Yeah, and me too. I love to see guys successful. I do my best to help as many people as I can. I know Jody does the same thing. I know yep. Corey does. I mean, we all do speaking and speaking events. We do, you know, demos. We do, you know, we speak. At, I, I speak at schools. I do the FCA. I mean, yep. we do we do everything we can to uh to help grow this the sport of fishing take not just kayak fishing yes that's a huge part of it but the sport of fishing get our youth involved in this man this is there's so many opportunities for young anglers now um that i think i think it's amazing um uh the future's bright um i mean it's really bright all right, so talking about all these different events, Corey, I'm going to kick over to you because I want to, I want to talk about the 10 for a minute because I, 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 we're working on now getting ready for the 10 and doing some prep for that uh, uh, coming up in just a few short weeks. 
uh, right after the first of the new year. And Corey, you've been a major part of the 10. For those of you guys that, that aren't familiar, I guess you've been living under a rock, but I guess if you're coming in or you're picking up this podcast later, um, the 10 for me as a fan, in my opinion, and that's all this is, 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 the, is, is the creme de la creme of right now because it's it's an event that you there there's the 10 best 10 best guys in in the, in the kbf trail series that have been and done it Corey, you've 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 managed to be in i think uh two of those three of those right two yeah two so so i mean so uh, is that something do for for the kayak purist for the guys the ogs who've been doing this uh, i mean are we still is is are we still thinking that's the bar or are these are these are these TOC and this this now whatever Bass is going to do? Are those going to come in and take over? Um, I mean, you're still at ten guys, you know, during the 10, 10, 11, 12, however it plays out. But you're they're still the 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 ten best um, through KBF. Do I see? You know, the TOC was a, a you know whether we like it or not. That's a true championship. Oh, absolute you know, championship, was, absolutely. That was you know that's fifty sticks across the country that you know you had to earn there. your way into that as well. Um, and not saying that people don't earn their way into the the KBF nationals, but when you when you end up having seven hundred people, it doesn't feel to a lot of people like it's a uh, a true championship. Um, but in my eyes, it is. It is a championship. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know if the 10 will continue to be at that bar, depending on what Hobie does. And, you know, they're sending guys to the worlds. Um, and then we'll see what Bass does. I, I don't know. I think each, each brand, you know, that like the, the, each brand has their own bar set, you know, Bass will have theirs, you know, with the, with the classic, but with, with Hobie, with the TOC, KBF, you know, and like Corey said, I believe, you know, getting to the 10, is I look at that at a whole nother level than I do the national championship. Now, well, can't take anything away from anybody well, on the national me, championship, but when you, take, right real quick. you had to get there and then you're still competing against 10 dudes that can win at any lake you put them on. You can just put them in a sack and shake them up and they're all going to come out the same person. No, 100%. And, and, I, and I've been on record as saying that before. To me, the KBFNC – is it, like you said it's not it's not that it's not a prestigious event because it it, it fully is for sure but it, but it but it also is i i believe by design and i'm actually going to ask chad this on tuesday uh, chad's a smart guy i believe that 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 he built that to be almost an everyman event like you you know you have to go through the challenges you have to go through some of the online there's a lot like there's a lot of these guys and you guys can say it these guys that are going to come out of bath and just jump in a kayak and think Jody's already said it, that these guys are going to get a new respect for us. I think earning your way, while it's somewhat easier because of, you know, getting a thousand people to qualify and stuff like that, you know, while it is somewhat easier than the TOC or the 10 to get in, it's also is taking uh, 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 what is could be a relatively unknown and in our community, making them an, uh, making them an overnight name. I didn't know who Mike Elsie was before this year. No offense That's to Mike, Elsie, he's a phenomenal stick. I Dwayne Taft. I didn't. I'm a. I follow everything in this sport. I didn't know Dwayne Taft until you know we dumped a bag of Cheetos on his head at Kentucky Lake. <laughs> but that's what the sport has done for those guys that might maybe hadn't been in it for so long. Absolutely. It literally gave them legitimacy from one event. One and event. Now Damn. everybody in the kayak nation, the whole entire country, 
even globally, know those names now. Yep. And that's Absolutely. what the national championship has done for those guys. And not mm-hmm. one of them will tell you any different. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, so then I, I want to I, – I have to ask this question because I've got you three guys here, and whichever one of you want to jump in first, just, just let me know. How much for the guys for the and, and not that you not all of you guys are blue collar. I mean no disrespect here, but for the guys that aren't making the checks the way that you guys are making, how much is going to come into play? I want to get to the 10, or I want to get to the TOC, or I want to get to what 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 whatever bass matcher is going to do, right? How much of that comes into play that we're putting all of our eggs in that basket versus how much is I'm going to go to as many tournaments as I can afford that are the most convenient. Do guys sit down and do a spreadsheet and go, I can spend this much money and these events are convenient, even though it means I only may go to three or it means I may be less. Or is that something that you guys are going to be cognitive of as the year goes on as we go, Hey, I did, I, I, I qualified. I, my first two BOS events, I killed it. My first Baz event, I tanked. My first three KBS, so now I need to shift mid-season. Are we going to see those things come into effect? Ron, you look like you got a, a thought, bro. Absolutely you're going to. I still do that. I sit down and I make my list out. I make my want-to list, and then that list starts getting edited, you know, as my yeah. season goes. If I'm doing really, really well, like I had a good shot at KBL this year. I really did. I had two really good events right out of the gate. But then as the, I started looking at the schedule and where I could be and couldn't be, I couldn't. I only fished two trail events, but I knew I could get to the, the FLW event at Nickajack. And so I saved that, that, those sponsor dollars that I had put back. I saved that, went to that tournament, and I got a top 10 finish, and that put me uh, a chance to go out to Arkansas. Great work for that top 10 day finish Dude, on day man, two. Man, that was phenomenal yeah, story. Yeah. Came, I think I was, in, I, don't, I don't even know where Great I was after the first day. I was like in 50 or 60th place, but came back and got a top yeah. 10, you know. So, hey, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody does that. And if you're not doing it, you should do it. You need to sit down, make out a schedule, look at how many events you think you can possibly make. Okay, how much, what's your, you got to budget your money. How much is each event going to cost me? And that's not just entry fees. That's your travel expenses. That's your licenses for these different states that you're going to be going to. You have to accumulate everything. And then you're, then adjust your schedule. You might not be able to fish the whole entire series uh, of, of each event, but you might be able to get one or two here, one or two there. You know, you can't, you can't fish them all in the beginning. It's just, I mean, none of us, I mean, there, there's a few that probably yeah. could do it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I do pretty well with my, my sponsors and I have a lot of help and I still have to budget myself throughout the year. And then when you get toward the end of the year, you're kind of looking at it and be like, OK, I, you know, I really I, I really can't afford to go do this one. You know, so if yeah. guys ain't making that decision and doing those schedules, they need to be. Now, Corey, yeah, Corey I mean, you're your guy. I mean, you work super hard in your job. You're on the road now away from your wife and two kids. And I know you got the twins on the way. Kidding. Sabrina, Sabrina's watching. I'm sure she's panicking right now. Totally Dude, yeah, she's not having it. <laughs> look, man. He's, look at his face. It's turned red. So like, so totally, okay. hey, she's, she's watching. She does know I want another kid. So There you go. Well, so Sabrina's on. Sabrina's watching. So, uh, Sabrina, don't panic. I don't know something you don't know. You end up with twins, though. I want, I'm, yeah. So I'm just saying. But, uh, but no, I mean, so how much is, is, is that in the same thing? I mean, are you doing the same thing Ron just talked about? Are you making yeah, out a wish list and then seeing what, what's real? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is actually today I talked to uh, Brian Aliff on the phone for about 45 minutes an hour. You know, I was driving down the road. Today that's how small and, uh, knit this community is. Brian Aliff is in the other is in the other part of Jody Queen's house right now. That's how small this community yeah. is. <laughs> we we talked. We the funny thing is, is we talked about this very thing. You know, with return on investment. Like gone are the days that you only had, uh, you know, a few tournaments that you could fish. We have a lot of opportunities. You know, as it continues to grow, you have to look at what what works best for you and where your dollars mean the most. You know, if you, if you have the opportunity to sponsorship dollars, you're, you're wealthy or, or whatever, don't work. Um, you know, everybody's in a different boat. Then you may be able to fish everything. Yeah. But we have to look at the schedules now and see what makes sense and, you know, what your return is going to be. I mean, it's, it's, it's very expensive for us to, you know, gas money on the road, oh, hotels. Yeah. We have a tight-knit community. We share houses together now, you know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah Cody in a van most of the time. Yeah, I mean, they, they camp. They snuggle up. So, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it is expensive. And, and Ron, you know, Ron made a list the other day and posted it on Facebook, and I saw some comments. You know, people copied that. I was, at the same time, I was uh, building a calendar and, and showing Sabrina, and she said, you know, that's that's a lot of events. I said, well, obviously, I'm not going to fish all of them, but you know, <laughs> I've got to work panic mode going. Yeah. And You got family yeah. time. I mean, you have to that, – that's the most important thing to me. And right. – Looking at that, we've got to see what's going on with the kids, where we're going to be on vacation, and uh, plan around that. So there's a lot to it. But it, it, like Ron said, if you're not looking at all your opportunities out there, yeah. you're 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 not doing it right. You know, I, I feel like you can uh, you could do it better. You know, and, yeah. and get a, get a, get a better return. You just made a perfect comment right there that it's something that we haven't even really kind of rolled into play yet. Uh, you know, real work. You know, guys that are working. You know, regular. You know, typical jobs. Now, Jody, I know that that you do work you're i mean you 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 for your freelance artist and, and do some and do a ton of stuff on the side phenomenal yeah. artist by the way if you guys haven't checked out <laughs> and plug that later but jody's incredible um but but jody for, for those guys that are having to schedule in vacation time and do these different things how much does it affect yeah. the guys that aren't going to be able to have a week to go pre-fish seven events that's a lot of that's a lot of off time oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, when I start my season out and I'm sitting down and making my schedule, it kind of looks like, uh, you know, like a phone book. And then, uh, you know, as the season, <laughs> you kind of let the season dictate after a while. I mean, you fish what you can and, and you know, your strategies really start coming into play a little later on in the season. And it'll dictate where you end up at the end of the year and in the middle of the year, what, what, what uh, event you're going to go to. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for me, for me, it's, it's I have to fish – every event that I can, I can fish and, and I need to place in those events. So, I mean, it's, I don't really have a choice in the matter if I want to be successful with this and be able to go to the dentist and buy groceries and, 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 and pay the light bill. And, and then of course I have my supplementary income is my art. So fishing is my main source of income. So if I don't, if I don't produce, I'm, you know, I'm walking around skinny with a popsicle stick. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, you're, you're, between you and Brian, I mean, I think you guys could split a pack of pop tarts and be good. Yeah, I know, right? You know, you got guys like me and Corey with the dad bods, and like we we're gonna eat right. donuts I, with Ron. You know what I'm saying? That's right, man. I need them Krispy Kreme hot hot donuts, baby. Yeah, yeah. So now, <laughs> I want to talk about scheduling because. I, I, and again, we're all sitting here right now. We're doing this show talking about bass and the bomb that they kind of dropped. But right now, they've only got five events, and four of those are in two right. months. There's two events in March, 
There's one in May. Uh-oh, look at the man right there. Oh, Henry. What's up, Ron? How's it going, sir? What's up, Scott? What's going on, brother? Someone said OG, and Brian just rolled in. <laughs> Have fun, guys. Some of the OGs. I tell you what, I want to go. If you guys are, if you guys are not uh, jealous right now of going to hang out up at up at Jody's house, you need to be because that place just is a is a is a mecca. I haven't been able to come up yet. I've I've had an open invite, but I'm coming, Jody. It's, we're gonna make it happen. It, it's crazy fun. Good times, good times. So anyway, so back to scheduling a little bit. So. How much does it shift, Corey? I'll, I'll kick to you first. How much does it shift that you that you know a, a third of the way into the season, you're taking a look at where you've placed to get to the championship in any of these prospective uh, you know uh, organizations? Say that again. How does it shift? What? Yeah. So Sorry. so so let's say you start off and you're like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do all I can do to do as many events as possible. But you have an, an event at KBF where you do you do two events that you do a great job, but you but you you do a you you fail miserably on Logan Martin and then maybe Lake Fork, right? So are you then like you have the option to go you know to Florida or Chickamauga in May, but you've done well with KBF? Like is that going to play a factor of the end prize in each of these events? Do you guys look Absolutely. that far down the road? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to have a goal that you, you know, set goals for yourself as well at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, if you're not doing so well in a series and your end goal was to make the championship and you're not going to do it, but you were doing, you know, halfway decent um, or better, uh, you know, in another series, then, you know, that's definitely going to shift my focus towards those other events, yeah. um, you know, to make sure that I do make the championship or, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot riding on the line nowadays, um, when you make these bigger yeah. events, so sponsorships, um, and things like that, and just, you know, notoriety of your, of your name and, and getting out there in front of the, the big, the big screen. Yeah. It's, so, it's know, not always zero, just money. This conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Think always just money. It's not always about what the purse is. There's tournaments yeah. out there where the purse might not be as good but what you get on return as far as like publications, media coverage, that that goes a long way with your sponsors. And yeah. that's when the anglers that are truly trying to do something, you whether you want to call it leverage or whatever it is, you have to use that to help better yourself, you know, to get more sponsor dollars for the next season. You can't guys can't keep just you know, the bass boat guys, they went through this years and years ago when they finally said, Okay, we, we can't just operate on discount codes anymore. And and as this sport continues to grow, it's going to be the exact same way for sponsored anglers that are kayak fishing. You got to have some help because if you're not guys like us, if I'm not sitting here in my office and working, I'm actually losing money. Even if I'm out fishing, you got to do like Jody said, you got to win or you got to cut that check just to make up for the money you lost here. So there's got to be a way to supplement that, and that's where your sponsors come in. And guys that are truly trying to do this, now they've got to, they need to talk to their sponsor and be like, hey, I just need some help. You know, whether it be just cover this tournament for me, help me out, you know, on my expenses, you know, because, you know, yeah, but you also got to keep in mind. On and on. Yeah, but you also got to keep in mind, too, the kayak industry 
kayak companies there's not a lot of them out there with whether it be boat brands and accessories and all that those guys are already getting hammered you know so you got to start thinking about non-endemic sponsors and stuff outside think outside the box i will fish for billy bob's barbecue if he wants to cut me a check i'll put it all over my truck so i mean it's just a fact it doesn't have to be fishing it doesn't have to be fishing related I like non-fishing related sponsors. Love yeah, the non the non-endemics, the the non-related. Right. Yeah, there, we're we're starting to see yeah. some more of that. You know, DZ DZ was was a big one that That's came right. in this you know this season and stepped up big. You know, even then, I expected. And so while we're on this conversation, I, I I'll let one of you guys chime in here. But I expected to see with this now being you know with Bassmaster throwing their hat in the ring, we still right now and now there's still a lot of information left to come out. But right now, we're only seeing Hook and Abu Garcia and, of course, Tourney X, uh, who's a major player in the kayak game. They, you know, let's just be honest with their Tourney X and what Dwayne's doing. But but is this going to – this is – this? I mean, I'm not wrong. This has obviously got to boost those non-endemic numbers looking at plastic boats, right, Corey? Oh, they're for sure going to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so then you – know, Go ahead. You know, I had a uh, – if it wasn't for – I've got one non-endemic – sponsor and if it hadn't if it wasn't for them last year i wouldn't have done, been able to do the pro series through kbf so i mean those sponsors sponsors like that uh i think they're going to be getting in the game a lot more because they're seeing the press coverage they're starting to see how big this thing really is and if, i mean if they're watching they're trying to figure out a way right now to get in on it and i mean and and it's only going to help us Christine, Casey, I see both of your questions. I'm going to come back to those guys. I'm not ignoring those. Are both solid questions? I will get those in before we end this podcast. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to uh, welcome to the weigh in our special Sunday night edition. We're on with uh, with the Lowe's department, uh, the Hammer department, but with uh, Ron Champion, Corey Dreyer, and Jody Queen. Uh, if you guys are missed any of this, you guys can go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh in and download these, or you can catch up any of the podcasts on every major podcast platform. We are uh, uh, proudly uh, uh, sponsored by uh, Fish USA. They are America's tackle shop. You guys can check them out at fishusa.com. Uh, so I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about these influx of what we're, of what we're going to see, these raising waters, right? We've touched on it a few times. Uh, Jody, I know you got to get ready to go to a 930, but I'm going to let you kick in this real quick because it's kind of your send-off. What, what, what's the best advice you can give to these new guys that are coming into this space and that are going to spend the next couple months, maybe March 5th is going to be the first kayak tournament that they're going to really dive into. I mean, give me your best piece of advice for these guys coming into this space. Well, I mean, first of all, take it seriously, but also, you know, try to represent with integrity and, and honesty. And, and I mean, people are watching you. They're watching you when you're in here, you're doing these tournaments and they see your name on, on the list. These people, you might not know it, but they are, they're watching you. So always, you know, you know, act, act accordingly, uh, you know, and just, just have a good time. Make sure that it doesn't overshadow what you're, you, what you're trying to accomplish doesn't overshadow, you know, having a good time with it. So, yeah, I mean, you just, you, you can do this. You're just going to have to do it, you know, with with dignity and and respect for your fellow anglers and 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 everybody that's watching out watching out there. So, you are you are being seen. Well, Corey, Ron, I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys get to that question. Let me say goodbye and let me say a big thank you to Mr. Jody Queen. Jody, I know you got a 9:30 set up with Paddle and Finn. You're a man in demand right now. Congratulations on all the success. There's not a guy in the sport that deserves it Congrats, more than you do. And uh, much respect, bro. Thanks for coming on with us, and and we'll be talking again soon. 
Corey, Ron, you guys got anything to say to the man there? Oh, uh, you have a good evening, Jody. It's always good yeah. to talk with you, buddy. Oh, man, Congrats I love you guys, man. man. I appreciate you. I love you back, bud. All right, All right. Appreciate it, Jody. so much, man. See ya. All right, so Ron, so Ron, I'll let you pick up there. I mean, what are your thoughts on 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 these guys that are going to be coming into the sport? Whether you're coming out of a bass boat or whether you're coming off on a bank and seeing, hey, this is an opportunity to go stand on the Bassmaster Classic stage, and they're looking at March fifth. Any tips? Any anything that you can tell these guys to get into to start learning to do this? Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're just if they're just stepping into this, if they're already stepping out of bass boats or co-angers, whatnot, they already know how to fish. You know, you do have to, you, there's a learning curve to kayak fishing, but the main thing, you know, it's get familiar with your rules. Um, being that they're, it's, you know, tourney X is, you know, is used by KBF. It's going to be used by bass. I know Hobie, uh, is using the eye angler, you know, but, but across the board, pretty much the way that you measure your fish and all that stuff, that's all pretty much the same, but you know, get familiar because there's going to be a learning curve. You know, these new guys coming in, they're going to not maybe intentionally break a rule or to get deducted, penalized. It's going to happen. I mean, we all went through that. I mean, I have had events, you know, in the beginning that cost me dearly, dearly. Um, there's you know, been a lot of heartache out there. You know, Ron, yeah. you've seen it. You've had it happen to you. I've had it happen to me. Um, you know, rules is the biggest thing in practice with uh, CPR. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. That's the but, biggest thing, man, is these guys are going to come in and, and they're going to struggle with measuring a fish mm -hmm. and taking those pictures. We've done it for so long. It's second nature. Yeah. So, and we still make mistakes sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so you know, this is a perfect opportunity for some of the new guys to 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 find a local club and maybe fish, you know, a couple smaller events because we all know the kayak community is very open armed and they're willing to help guys. If you don't know, if you got a question, man, ask somebody. That's like these coves that are already Absolutely. messaging me. Co-hangers already messaging me. Ask me, hey, what do I get? How do I need to get involved? I already offered a boat to bring a boat to one of the bass events for a guy right now. So I said, if you want to come fishing, I'll bring you a boat fully rigged tournament ready to go because I want to see more people get involved in it because right. that just, that opens up more opportunity. The more people, the more opportunities that it opens up. And, uh, but yeah, the new guys, I mean, I, 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 I try my best to work with some of the young, the younger guys. Um, uh, I have a lot of conversations with Jackson or, um, I truly believe that kid is going to be, I think he'll win a Bassmasters classic one day. I told him that I true. I told him that on the phone. I think, I think he, I, he has the potential to be bigger than this, than, than kayak fishing will ever take him. Uh, I, I truly believe that that kid is a, he's a special kid. His special. dad's done an amazing job with him. And I'm, I, I'm in, I'm a fan and I am a, uh, I'm in his corner. If, if that boy ever needs anything, all he knows he's got to do is just to call me. And that's what I like. That's when I try to devote my time and my effort into somebody, that's what I'm looking for. And if there's another kid out there right now, that's doing the same thing. I tell you, I, I tell you a couple Clint Henderson's boys, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with here. I just saw them, Clint's name. Them boys are already out fishing I love with them boys. Those kids are awesome. Yep. They're going yeah. to be beating him. He, he's going to be – They're it, beating Clint him now. going to be a name about. way in left field after those boys are done with him. Yep. So he's teaching them too much. Well, but well, yeah. the, the, the Perkins twins, Tim Perkins boys. Oh, man, Tim, there you go. They get on the so, river. Tim, so, Tim doesn't fish behind his boys. And anymore. then we got to deal with these kids in another five years. <laughs> I need to make as much money in my, this sport as I can until they Dylan, get up here. Dylan's 15 years old. Dylan's 15, 16 years old and going to the tent. Uh, yep. 
Yeah. I mean, I, like it's it's like the the future of this sport is here now. That's They're right. knocking on the doorstep. I got a little nine year old girl up uh, upstairs asleep right now. It's going to be a hammer one day too, buddy. My, I, Michaela's going to put everybody on blast. Scott got to spend some time with both my kids on the water not too long <laughs> yeah. ago. They're both they're both solid, and uh, she just loves it. She's got a knack for it. Uh, I, my son still got he's 13 he's got all kind of things going on so <laughs> <laughs> no but Michaela watching it's funny that you even mentioned that and I'm sorry I didn't mean to put your daughter's name on blast I'm sorry no, it's fine. Oh. Uh, but 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 to see her eyes and to see how she watches the tip of that rod to see how she watches your hands when when you're getting ready to set that hook I've got I actually got to see that and yeah. see that, that I'm a I'm a dad myself. Corey's a She's dad. She's a sponge, man. And, and and seeing how she processes that information, that's something different that I've only seen with with Perkins kids and with Clint's boys and watching how they do that. Now I came into the fold watching Clint's boys. They were already whooping me up and down the water before you know well on, but they're at the point now to where I mean those guys are, are those guys are, are are pedaling out and and I mean watching their graph. And dropping a dropping a marker and coming right back around and then setting the hook five minutes later, I mean, and these these are these are kids. I want to say, and and Clint's watching. Clint, correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say they're both still in middle school, right? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, this but, is like this is the future. See, and that's the thing. And those kids, every all the kids you just named off, and there's there's that, that's just a few that we know. There's thousands of those same kids out there that say that same passion, that same hunger. You know, now there's more opportunities for those guys, those kids to 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 come up and, and do this. And the guys that are out there like like Corey, Jody, me, Scott, you, Tim, Clint, every one of us, you got to it's lead by example. And and we have a responsibility, whether or not you want it or not, you have a responsibility to pass this alone to those kids and to teach them the right way and to help them. It is our responsibility. And, uh, I take it to very seriously. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, it, it's, 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 it's going to be exciting to see this season. Like I said, we're, we're still, you know, we're, we still got to finish out. There's still a KBF open here in Florida. There's the redfish going on. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we've got to run into, you know, run into through the 10 with 11, possibly 12, you know, depending on the 10 invitational, how that runs out in Florida here in a couple of weeks. So that's the real end of this season. But I'm telling you guys right now, leading into, you know, what could possibly be the biggest numbers tournament at the KBF NC over on Gunnersville, and then to watch the classic happen on the same lake. I mean, guys, put that together. The KBF National Championship this year is on Gunnersville, the same lake that the classic for the Bassmasters is going down on, and 45 minutes, an hour or so from there is going to be the 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 the, the – the Bass Nation kayak series on Logan Martin, seeing that thing go down and, and seeing that thing come across, um, you know, that that's going to be super, super amazing to kind of sit back and watch so many opportunities for guys to get in this sport. Uh, you know, there's, there's zero reason for you to not be getting into kayak fishing. If you've been sitting back on the ropes, you've been sitting back and watching, you've been seeing what's going on. You're seeing kayaks in your local community. You're seeing these kayaks that don't look like kayaks because a lot of us did that. Uh, a lot of these new folks, and I'm going to speak to that as being the younger, the younger kayak angler in, in, uh, amongst these two here, but seeing and going, well, that's not the kayak. Like I remember a kayak because they don't look like the, these aren't the boats that, that you remember growing up in as a kid. 
These aren't the folks, you know, these aren't those kind of kayaks. And so seeing that change and as we get out to more people, you're going to put more butts in boats. And, and if we can maintain that discipline, we can main, maintain that community around taking care of one another for that next generation. Like we just discussed, I think the sky's the limit on what we're going to be able to see here. I completely agree with you, Ron, that Jackson can, can go make the big time and, and, and win a Bassmaster classic. I'm hopeful that, well, he's, he's 16. So, I mean, Jordan Lee did it at what? 2020, I think his first one. So not for, not for sure how old he was. And I think it was 20 and 21 is his first two years. Or no, he might have been 22 and 23 because at Auburn he was 21 when he when he didn't qualify the first round. So he would have been 23 or 24. But anyway, regardless, I digress. I, I don't know if we make that jump, but as a kayak purist and a guy who loves it, um, I, I, I hope that we're able to maintain those talents and that the money and the 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 the, the reasons the the money the 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 ability the passion those things are still there for the plastic boat community to where we don't have guys abandoning ship. I would much rather selfishly see guys leaving the you know one hundred twenty thousand dollar boats to come get in a kayak and compete with us. That's what I would love to see, Corey. I'm losing you on volume there. You got me. I got nothing there with Corey. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if Corey can kind of tune back in here. Um, I do want to, and Ron, I'll let you chime in on this, uh, and we'll see if we can get Corey back up. Because uh, I, I, Christine, uh, if you guys don't, Christine Fisher, everybody, uh, she needs no introduction. Uh, who am I kidding? Um, but she threw up a great question here. What are uh, what are their respective goals for next season? Ron, I'll let you answer that before we before we throw it to Corey. I mean. <laughs> it's always to make it to the championships, you know, um, um, I, my goal on every event, it's not to win it. Of course you want to win every tournament that you can possibly you know get in, but it's to just to be, be a consistent angler. Uh, every year it's just a bit, you know, my goals be consistent throughout the season, <laughs> you know, ha, you know, put myself in opportunities to cash checks, to do well, do well for my sponsors. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I've been, I said it earlier, I've been to two Hobie worlds. I've represented Hobie and team USA, um, two times. And once you make it to one of those, you, you want to make it to every one. So, um, that is the ultimate goal for me every year is to make it to the, uh, Hobie worlds. Um, but it's also the national championship. You know, you want to fish the biggest kayak tournament, bass tournament, you know, there is in kayak in the industry. So, uh, that's a goal. Um, the 10, I've been fortunate to fish two of those. Uh, me and Corey share a title from the very first one, and I share it very proudly with him. Um, that was uh, an awesome time. And so the 10 is very special. You know, I like I said, I, this year I thought I was going to have a chance. I had I started out really good, but then my, the schedule didn't work out, and I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't fish enough of them to get there. I think I probably could have done, got close maybe. You know, so it's always to try to get to the championship events at the end of the season. Um, but with, you know, the, the three trails now, you know, those schedules, it might change throughout the year. You know, if you have, maybe you're doing bad in one series and, and you're doing pretty good in the other and you got a shot, you know, you can you know, kind of move your focus over, you know, to the, to, you know, to help yourself get there. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's always my goal though. Get mm -hmm. to the end. 
Corey, I don't know if you're if you're if you're if you were able to pick up on that last question. Christine threw a great question out, and I wish I could have got Jody's answer on it, but we'll we'll pull back around to Jody another time. Uh, I mean, personal goals for for the 2020 year. I know we're kind of getting, you know, uh, we're not we're not quite there yet, but man, it sure feels like we're gearing up. It's an exciting kickoff to the off season here. But I mean, you know, what, I mean, what are you looking at? I mean, as a guy who's an OG in this place, what are you looking at for 2020 for yourself? Uh, my goals for, for this year is, uh, definitely to fish, um, the Hobie BOS, uh, as many as I can, you know, I saw how well, uh, those were ran. Um, I have the goal of of trying to make the TOC. I regret not being able to, uh, make it this year. I was scheduling conflicts with work and family. Um, but that's definitely a goal. Um, you know, I'm going to shoot for the 10 as well. And then, uh, with, with bass, you know, I'm going to do, do my best to fish as many of those as I can to make the classic, uh, next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, I, I still have to look at the schedule and see how everything plays out, but, um, you know, the pro tour through KBF, um, the Hobie BOS and then the Bassmaster series. So we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Now I want to touch base on and wrapping back around and coming back around because Ryan just had a great question there and I, and I want to tie in to the online challenges a little bit and some of those things for learning, for getting out and being able to fish a tournament, but do things on your own is kind of that starting platform. Uh, both of you guys have, have, have done some of the online challenges and stuff like that through tourney X and through KBF, but for guys that are just getting in this guys, they're going to start preparing to maybe go fish in March over on Logan mating with, with, with bass or be able to go in and uh, you know, and go fish one of the opens, let's just say in a couple of weeks down, down in Florida there with KBF. But, but how important is it to get into those online and go fish your home waters, learn CPR, and do some of those things, find out where the rules are? A lot of the rules that we're seeing so far with bass seem to re- reflect a lot of what, uh, of what KBF and, and BOS are doing. There's a few things here and there. We don't have a full, complete list yet of rules for BASS. But how significant is it for these guys to go get in these online challenges and do these different series to get familiar with what you need to be doing? Yeah, it's a must, you know, like we we touched on earlier is practice, practice, practice CPR. You know, that's the most difficult thing there is getting the the fish to lay down, you know, and there's a technique to it that we've all learned over over time and we make mistakes. But, you know, you see a lot of heartache when people don't practice, um, you know, throughout the winter or being brand new to the sport. So practice, learn the rules, you know, make sure you double check all your times. Um, of when you have to be in, make sure if you're on the, the border of Eastern Central Mountain Time, whatever, uh, that your clock is switched over. I've heard some stories about coming in, uh, coming in late, an hour late because their their watch or, or phone didn't switch over. Um, GPS, you know, make sure everything is, is right. But but no, fishing those uh, those tournaments is the best practice that you can get. And I've fished, a, you know, hundreds of them. I know Ron has as well. Um, and uh, it's always good practice. Yeah, time, time on the water. Yep. Time on the water is the, is your best experience in a kayak. Um, just just the whole photograph photographing the fish. You know, guys are going to lose fish. They're going to get upset. You know, it's it happens, man. It's a mental thing. You know, and you got to get over that. And you're just going to get better at the more events you fish. So that's I really think the the local club level um, is a really good starting point for a lot of guys, especially just just new guys just getting into it find that local your local club that's close to you and go out and just fish an event even if you just go out and just shadow somebody be like hey you know i just like to see the concept you know and and understand you know how how it works um but the the best thing you can do is just time on the water 
uh, and just practicing, you know, photographing your fish, get yourself familiar with the rules um, because every, every tournament could be just a little bit different. Um, you know, they'll, and, and then it's going to come down to, to be successful, you know, it's putting in that homework, man, you got to start understanding, you know, how much work you put in before you even get on the water. And that's just finding, you know, public launches and boat ramps and your boundaries. And, you know, that's a whole nother animal right there. Um, because you can't travel as far when you're fishing. Um, and it's just going, that's going to come with just, you know, doing it over and over and over. I think I'm what seven, eight years, nine years in this now, and uh, oh, that's the biggest. That's the biggest part. That's the the most time consuming is the hours and hours of studying a body of water, um, because if you're not doing it, you're already behind, man. Because I guarantee you there's a hundred more people out there that are putting in that time and that work in. Um, it's not just fishing. There's a whole lot more to it. I got you. All right. Well, well, before we roll into the next thing here, let me give a little let me give a little shout out real quick. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh in. I'm your host, Guy Butcher. We're in the house with Ron Champion and Corey Dreyer. Uh, two things I want you guys to do is make sure that you go in and comment and let us know where you guys are watching from. Go in and smash that share button and let everybody know that we're having some good conversation here. We want them to weigh in on what's going in on the community and uh, and and what we're talking about here. That's why we call it the weigh in. You see how we did that, right? I'm not as dumb as I look. So. Um, but, but, so I want to shift gears here a little bit because you just talked about how far you can travel and, and the different rules and some of the things, uh, you guys are both, uh, myself included, but y'all really earned it proud to team Torquedo, uh, members. And, and so Bass dove right in head first into this. And from what we've seen, I don't know the horsepower rules yet. I ha I reached out to Steve and, and, and talked to him. We're going to get some more clarification when I bring Steve O on, um, uh, you know, a little bit later on, uh, hopefully sometime next week. But but uh, Bass's dove straight in head first with allowing motors into this is 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 that a, a what's what's your initial thoughts what's your gut reaction on that as both of you being proud motor guys Corey you want to start Yeah I mean I'm excited to see that um, you know I know that that uh, you know not knocking on Hobie uh, BOS series but no you know, not at all that that limited uh, that limited some guys from uh, entering a lot of the events by not allowing motors and Jody you know, made a switch because of it actually that's that's very true yep. you know he can't and and people are limited you know by uh physical uh disabilities um you know some guys can't paddle they might have bad backs bad shoulders um but yeah i'm excited to see uh the motors uh being allowed there and you know from you know i work in the kayak industry and the switch that i'm seeing right now out there is everything is kind of going towards electric propulsion um, you know, it's, it's growing at a rapid pace. Torquedo is becoming more popular. We're starting to see more mounts, customized mounts from companies for uh, Motor God, Minn Kota, you know, Water Snake, you name it, um, to get people on the water. And the other thing, too, is, this, is we're not keeping anybody out from, from fishing that, that may have that disability. And, you know, Chad's always talked about that. Um, you know, we don't want to limit people. We want as many people as we can to get into the sport of kayak fishing. And this allows everybody. There's no limitations you know, um, so Chad, Chad always spoke to the veteran opportunity and, 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 with, and with Corey being a veteran, uh, you know, I, I, you know, what a great opportunity there, but, but that's a real thing for some guys. It is for sure. For sure. So I think it's, a, I think it's a great move. Um, I was excited to see that. So, yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, it's, you know, just, just to have the opportunity to use the electric motor. I think it, I think it was a great, good move for bass. 
You know, I saw a comment today on Facebook, man. I, like I said, I it's stay wormhole. out of it's wormhole. I stay out of all the negative <laughs> yep. stuff. But this guy literally said that he thinks it's a mistake and they shouldn't allow motors in the Bass series. But then he went on to say in the exact same comment that he he won an event and has placed in the top five in multiple events not using a motor. What? Like it makes absolutely no sense. You're you're saying they shouldn't, but yet you're saying that you you beat you're beating all these people and you don't use a motor. Th that just shows you it is you don't have to have a motor. You really don't have to have no. a motor, just like you don't have to have a boat that you actually pedal. You know, yep. guys are still winning multiple events. You know, m probably more events. I don't believe a kayak. I don't than believe a, the two than pedaling or a motor. Look, then, look at Dwayne Taffer. That's what I was about to say. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the two yeah. biggest checks ever cashed in kayak fishing, neither one of those guys had a motor, right? And that's Dwayne right. Taffer and Mike Elsie. That's correct. That's right. And, the, and, and, and their own, and its own, we're talking about the Tennessee River system, moving water, fishing Kentucky Lake and stuff like that. I mean, so, I mean, there's, man, you know, you can make these arguments all you want. Is an advantage? Absolutely. It is. You can go further. You can go faster. Nobody's not saying that. But then you kind of get into, you know, what we're thinking about these bass boat guys. We sit there in a kayak and we're fishing an area and we're fishing it thorough and hard because it's two miles across the other side of the lake. And it's going to take me 30 minutes or to get over there. So I'm just going to stay here and fish. Well, guy that's got a motor, first thing he's thinking, oh, man, I can run over in 15 minutes. Well, how many fish did you not catch? Because now you're running around everywhere. So, I mean, it's good. It's, you know, there's there's pluses, there's minuses. You're not ever going to make it, never going to make everybody happy, you I know, spent a but full day on a, on a nitro one time with a guy, you know, okay. I, I'm not going to name any names, but I spent a full day with, on a nitro, you know, with this guy who's a hammer. He's a legend. He's actually in my phone as legend. And I spent a full day with him on his nitro. And I don't think we caught a fish all day. I'm just yeah. saying, man, I, I mean, I'm with Torquedo and I've been with Torquedo for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a long time, I've been with Torquedo. And, and I love their, there's nothing even close to what their motor is and their battery life and all, but you, you still, you know, if you want a motor, you don't have to have a tree. You can put a trolling motor on there. I yeah. shot a YouTube video several years ago. That's got 40,000 views on it right now where I rigged the trolling motor up on a pro angler for under $200. Yep. So you can put a motor, you can put electric power on your boat. For under 200 bucks easy you can do it probably for a little bit less than that if you really want to shop around buy a used trolling motor but you can add that but if you don't if you're completely against oh i don't want not going to fish because it they allow electric motors go fish something else then who cares i don't yeah, care yeah, don't fish it yeah don't fish okay. it so but, then but you're kind of look at the, the growth if you're a tournament angler if you're a tournament angler and you love the growth of this sport why would you the electric side that's the future it's going to happen whether or not you like it or not yeah you it's can't fun. put that genie back in the bottle that that's we're not right. going we're it's, not going back here that, that's here it's here and it benefits a lot of guys you know that that uh, on the that maybe they do have a paddle boat but they just can't you know get around maybe they can't afford to go buy a native or a hobie or an old town or or you know a, a, a pedal style boat they're still fishing out of the boat but now they can, you know, add electric power for a couple hundred bucks, put a trolling motor on it, and now they can be, compete on the same level as everybody else. Okay. So last, I think it's last, awesome. Last, last motor comment, and I want you guys to weigh in on this. Okay. We've seen, it was 2008, I believe, when we started seeing the 200 motors on the back, you know, on the, on the, on the big boats, right? We're now seeing 
Uh, I've actually had the opportunity to test, and I think both of you guys have as well, see the new 1103 that Torquedo's coming out with, the new three-horsepower. Uh-huh. Uh, is our, 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 Everyone complained that, hey, a 200 and now a 250, and now we're seeing some threes and even a 425, which, you know, that's you're getting way out there. But are, are we going to continue to see that growth in the kayak side to where these motors are getting bigger, more powerful, run longer? Uh, it, are, are we going to have that same argument you know, a couple of years down the road of, of the, that's too much. I, I don't know that you're going to have it saying it that much. What I think is going to happen is kayak companies are going to start developing boats that are maybe are made for a little bit more electric power, uh, whether it be a three horsepower or a five horsepower. Because the kayaks we got now, they're not designed, they really truly are not designed to be running you know, 10 mile an hour down, down the lake. They're, they're not, they're not as, they're not as stable. You know, when you start, you turn, do a sharp turn, you know, it, you're going to, somebody, you're going to have guys being thrown out of boats. You know, they're not designed to hold that much weight back there. It's a lot of torque on the, on the back of a boat, you know? So I, I think, you know, it's going to evolve. The, the boats are going to evolve to allow maybe more, more power. You know, I don't, I, I don't think you'll ever see it get to the point where it's gas motors that are, you know, you know, pushing these boats, but electric propulsion, you know, I mean, the, the, the new three horsepower uh, motor from Torquedo, that's a bad dude, man. Um, I mean, you, you get pro anglers, you're pushing, you know, six and a half mile an hour. That's, that's, that's moving on out. There's going to be pushing some boats, probably seven mile an hour, maybe eight, um, um, they just did fast. one with Tim Perkins and 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 those guys. They just did one with one of y'all's weldies, right? That was uh, y'all were close yeah, to seven the, miles an hour. Yeah, the new uh, the new recon that'll that'll be coming out in in April. So you know, it's I don't want to say that. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your um, company, you can say it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We're we're also you know I've talked to Jeff Little at length about this. Hans Newts, um, you know, people at work. Um, about propulsion and uh, with electric specifically. But what we're going to start to see, I feel like in the future is exactly what Ron said, is we're going to have boats that are designed around motors. Um, You know, there's a lot playing into that because we have kayaks, like you said, that are not designed to put these, these, uh, these motors on them, especially a three horsepower motor. Um, So we're going to have to look and whoever does it first is going to be at an advantage. You know, it's the, the electric is here to stay, whether you like it or not. Um, I don't know if gas, like Ron said, if that's the, the next thing, but you know, we've got the Johnny boat out there and I see some people with two and a half horsepowers on that, um, running around, but I, I electric's here to stay and you know, whether you like it or not, but I think we're going to really start to see some boats designed around it here in the coming years. Yeah. And if anything, you know, once it gets to that point and I think we're years away from getting, you know, to seeing five horsepower electric. And I mean, I think I'm saying years, I'm probably, probably 10 years, you know, before you start seeing, you know, that kind of power by then, who knows where the sport will be. There may be its own, you know, trail for, uh, you know, electric power. It may, they might separate it by then, you know, who, who knows, you know, but you know, it for right now, it's here to stay. It's not going to leave. It's not going away. You know, if you want to, if you don't want to fish, you know, there's plenty of events that you can go fish where they're not allowed. And there's plenty of events that you can fish that they are allowed, you know, so. 
Yeah. Well, well, guys, before I start wrapping this thing up here and give you guys both an opportunity, once again, I want to thank Jody Queen. If you guys missed any of the conversation before, y'all can go to any of the podcasts and be able to download this. I'll have it up and running tomorrow. You can go to every major podcast platform and download this and catch the first half, the first hour where Jody Queen was able to chime in and kind of weigh in on some different topics that we talked about earlier. Uh, you guys can also go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash weigh in and, uh, and catch up the rest of this downloaded where you can see us and have conversation and go back and rewatch this live podcast being recorded. Um, uh, Ron, I'll, I'll let you kind of chime in first, man. I, I want to thank you for coming on tonight, taking some time away. I know that you're probably having a little bit of sugar detox from the Krispy Kremes. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, fixing to go get into it again, man. Yeah, he's you going now. I'm, I'm a milk guy. Go. I gotta have milk with her. Are you a milk yeah. guy when you have it? I'm not a milk guy, man. I drink no? all the water. I don't drink milk. My daughter drinks enough milk for both of us. With Krispy Kreme, I, I gotta have milk, bro. Yeah, but, but anyway, no, I'll say. Let me say something before I before we get out of here. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. you having me on here tonight. I know this is a hot topic, you know, and a lot of people want to discuss it, and I'm sure it's going to be a hot topic after this is over with but uh one thing i just want to say you know to a lot of the guys that, that are watching this and the kayak anglers out there that's been doing this a long time mentor somebody man get get it get one of these young anglers you know whether it be you know you know somebody kid that's never been get get these guy kids out and get them involved in this sport this is an amazing sport we've got an amazing opportunity to do some really good stuff uh with kayak fishing and there's a lot of guys that are already doing that but uh, I, I just encourage, you know, everybody to, you know, get with get a kid and find somebody that's got one that maybe they don't fish a lot and, and take them, get them out on the water. Um, it'll it'll do you both some good. For sure. Well, Ron, uh, before I let you go, man, and, 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 and opportunity here, thank anybody you want to thank, reach out to get any kind of give any kind of sponsor love you need to give. Yeah, man, I, I've, I've been very blessed. This, is, uh, this has been a really big week for me. I've had sponsors here from out of town. Uh, that came in I, I got a couple really big deals that just got signed this week so um uh, i'm not just going to go i'm not going to go through and name all my sponsors but it's uh without them there's no way i could do it the level that i do it i got an amazing wife and two kids here and i appreciate the chance to get on here and talk fishing with you guys and uh respect both of you Corey. i love you like a brother same love you scott you. man um, this is a, you're doing a good thing here, Scott, with these shows and getting, uh, getting it out to people. And, uh, um, I mean, you're doing a really good job with this, man. I'm just a fan, bro. You know that, man. You know, I love you to death, bro. I love your Same. whole family. I'll see you soon. I'm actually, I'm, yeah. I'm, I got to come down. I got to get down there and see, uh, I got to come see the Christmas, uh, festivities in your home. Because yeah. the champion house goes all out for we Christmas. do, man. It's nuts. Our stuff's been up for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming down, dude. We'll talk soon. But, but Corey, man, I want to roll the red carpet out for you before we before we all close off here. Corey, I want to roll the red carpet out for you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I Thank literally you. do, and you know it, bro. You know I love you to death. I literally keep you as Corey Dreyer legend in my phone because I think that much of you, brother. Uh, but, but I want to thank you for coming on, man. You want this is an opportunity here for you. You know, you know, give any shout outs, give any kind of love. I know that you, uh, you know, that smoking hot wife and those two beautiful babies of yours are missing you back home. I had to put that in there. I got a little. Yeah, I hear you, man. Always poking a little bit, aren't you? Uh, Sabrina's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So no, I uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sabrina and the kiddos. So, I miss you guys and, and see you this week. But uh, um, you know, and shout out to my sponsors. You you know, like Ron, I'm not going to list them all, but you know who you are, and I appreciate all the support that you've given me throughout the years and continue. Um, and then the other thing I want to say too, is, you know, uh, for all the, the new anglers, hopefully we've got some guys that are interested in, uh, the bass series and KBF and, and, and Hobie that are watching tonight. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, reach out to the guys that have been doing this for a while, you know, we're more than willing to help answer your questions, go fishing with you, whatever. 
So if anybody ever needs anything, you know, hit us up and always willing to talk and talk on the phone. And that includes Jim Clark. That's called me about four or five times. (laughs) Gotta love Jim Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Corey, I'm going to put you on blast. I'm putting you in the hot seat real quick. I got one final question for you. And, and, and I'm going to say that the answer is going to be no. And you're fixing to disappoint a bunch of people. You ready? Are you signed up? Let me look at the camera here. Are you ready? Are you signed up for the rack tournament, Corey Dreyer? I am not. No. And I I am not. It's 20, not wait a minute. No, no, no. You can't. You don't get a rebuttal. The no? It's $20. I, I have, so, I I'm calling yet. Sabrina to give you 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. She keeps all the money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ron, tell us about why Corey Dreyer is missing. I think you should ban him. I, actually, I think Corey always signs up. Ron, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I just Don't backpedal, Corey. Your time's <laughs> off. Can I mute Corey's mic? Hang on. Ron yeah. knows I'd sign up for – I'd sign up 100 times if I yeah. could. So, yeah. I've always uh, – honestly, I've never fished the event, but yep. I've always donated to it. Um, you know, that's a huge thing. I to donate to every to event. back. So, but no, I have not. So, Ron, what's this ragged event, bro? What are yeah, we it's coming doing? up, man. December the sixth. Uh, I'm sorry, is it the? Let me pull my date that real oh, quick. December seventh, seventh and eighth. Uh, it's racked. Random acts of Christmas kindness. Um, sign up, guys. It's on Tourney X. Even if you don't fish it, just sign up. It's only twenty dollars. Um, last year we had seventy something anglers. I think we paid out five, five or five places, I believe. But the, the here's the catch with our tournament. The money that you receive, you got to go out and do random acts of Christmas kindness uh, for total strangers. You need to document it, just take some pictures of what you're doing, film it. Um, we've had some guys over the last couple of years do some really cool stuff. Uh, I mean, go go pay somebody to lay way off, you know, at, at Walmart. Go, go to, I go to the Kroger. I buy groceries for people. Just random strangers walk up and pay for their groceries. I'm telling you, the response you get when you do something for that, for somebody like that, it's really it, it really touches you. But you don't know you know how that you know keeps on rolling down. What when they leave somewhere, they may go do do the same thing, and it's just it's just it's just gets the ball rolling, and uh, everybody can use a little bit of love and. Uh, some good cheer and do something good for somebody at Christmas time. So, yeah, twenty bucks, man. Uh, you guys can just, find that. I'll drop links, but you guys can find that on Turkey. I appreciate the no, shout out thanks. again, y'all. You guys are, you know, uh, y'all y'all help spread the word, and we'd love to, to get at least a hundred people sign up this year. Uh, I do have some cool trophies that'll go out to first, second, and third place. So, uh, uh, and we may have a couple other little things coming on board. One of my new sponsors, we're working on something. This tournament's always been about. Uh, um, I didn't want it to be about, oh, what am I getting? You know, it's about your fishing giving? and your giving to somebody. But we may have a pretty cool thing for, you know, for every single person that signs up. We may have some something for some well, for, I, I, for at I least got... one one angler. It's gonna be cool. Awesome, awesome. Can't wait about it. I'm already signed yeah. up. Uh Corey, yep. I'm just saying I'm you know, I might yeah, like I'm... Ron better. I might be a better supporter of Ron than you, Corey. <laughs> I'll be signed up tonight. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I got Ron, I got you, bro. I put him on the spot. Yeah, I know Jody signed up, so yep. Corey is the only one that was on here now. Yep. And if twenty up. of you guys if we can get twenty of you guys to each donate a dollar, we can probably get Jim Clark to sign up. So yeah. if, if I bet you, you Jim signs up, up, he'll sign up. <laughs> no, he Jim. Will. Jim will I'll, for sure. Oh, Clark's going to hold you to that. You just yeah. got buzzed. He's, he's on here. Yeah, so he's about to hold you to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sabrina, now you owe 40 bucks, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much, so much for coming on tonight. Thank you guys for always being supportive. Uh, I, I love you both like brothers, and I'll catch up with you guys soon. All right. All right. Take care, guys. See you. Thank you guys right, so much. You. 
All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of The Way In. I believe we were episode 20-whatever number this is. What a great show. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, big shout-out again to uh, to all the guys, all the hammers for coming on. Ron Champion, Corey Dreyer, uh, uh, Jody Queen. Uh, what a phenomenal set of guys to come in and have some conversation and just weigh in on some of these topics that are going on. This is this is this is the very very beginning of the off season here for uh, for for the kayak fishing uh, in industry. We're not even really at the end of it yet because KBF has still got a lot of different things going on coming up. Uh, so it uh, it's it's exciting to see what 2020 is going to hold. Uh, we've been talking about it for years. Uh, you know all of these guys, these OGs, uh, you know, and what KBF has been doing to kind of blaze the trail for the last you know ten years or more. Um, to kind of get to this point, the, this point is now here, and I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys liked, enjoyed this show, make sure you check out uh, Tuesday night at 8.30. We're going to have uh, the man himself, uh, Mr. Chad Hoover, uh, kind of the godfather of the sport. We're going to have him on, and uh, and and I'm, I'm going to kind of hit him hard. It's, you know, the guy's been... Uh, uh, you know, uh, been, you know, had an opportunity to kind of sit back and kind of see some of these things. He had a, uh, he's had a rough weekend, uh, with the loss of his grandmother. Um, so big shout out there. Uh, you know, that we're, we're thinking about your brother. We're praying for you. I know that you've, uh, you know, you've been back home dealing with those kind of things, uh, over the weekend, but, uh, but I'm excited to have you on the show Tuesday night at eight 30. So if you guys have got comments, questions, I'll get a graphic up sometime to uh, late tomorrow or early Monday or tomorrow is Monday. Isn't it? Yeah. Jesus wish. Um, anyway. And so, uh, so y'all make sure that y'all tune in for that. We're gonna have a good show there. Uh, talking with, uh, with, uh, with the KBF, uh, uh, owner, founder, president, uh, uh, Mr. Chad Hoover. We'll be weighing in with him on Tuesday night about these topics and so much more. Uh, so make sure that you guys check us out there. Check us out at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash weigh in, or you can download this podcast and every podcast, every one of these episodes on every major, major podcast platform. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch up with you guys later. As always, I'm your host, Scott Buger, saying tackle your dreams and we'll catch you guys later. See ya. Anybody know how you turn this thing off? No? Anybody? There's a button somewhere.